Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back friends and family. I'm so glad you guys are here. I don't know, it's like I can't not smile when I do the intro. <laughs> it's really silly and corny. I know that it's corny, but I don't know. Like I've started with it and I just I don't know, like my goal is eventually when, I don't know, I start investing in, or have the ability to invest in, I guess I could do it. I don't know. I don't like doing like a bunch of tech work. So to like have an intro of like, I want it to sound like a phone dial, like someone's calling, like maybe, I don't know, that's probably corny too, but calling, you, you hear the ring. And then somebody, I'll probably have to answer and be like, hello. So like you call me kind of thing. Cause I don't know. Like I just always envisioned that because I just feel like we just chopping it up on the podcast. So I don't know. I just want you guys to know too, right now, I have like a lot on my mind. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why my mind is like racing right now. So let me invite the Holy Spirit and I'll jump in. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for this word. We thank you, God, for loving us enough to tell us even the things we do not want to hear, things that we don't agree with. We just thank you, Father, for being a loving father, a good father to us. God, I pray that not only will you bless me because I need you to like take me deeper into this word. I pray that you give me the ability to... um explain and verbalize what it is you are saying in Jesus name father I give you my mouth father God and I pray that you touch it and let only the words that you want to come forth come forth God I humble myself to you in Jesus name and I just pray that you have your way Holy Spirit in Jesus name I pray amen and amen so this word um I don't like it just to be honest with you um I didn't really particularly like 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 this word God gave it to me um, a little while ago, and it's just been sitting in my notebook, and I was actually crossing off all the words that I gave. (laughs) I literally, y'all, I kid you not, like, I skipped an entire, like, I went through a whole page and a half avoiding this word because I didn't like it, and so because I didn't like it, it was really hard for me to receive, therefore, it's hard for me to give it because... I still don't completely agree with it, but look, God's like, yeah, you have to do it. So I don't know. Like, here we go. I'm with y'all on this one. So, um, I was, I had a day where I was just journaling and talking to God and, you know, my marriage is, um, let me just say this for anybody who's in marriage restoration, it is a process. I thought that it was going to be boom, bop, bam, Thank you, (laughs) ma'am. I thought it was going to be like that. Um, Absolutely not. So I was talking to a few women um, who are also or who have been in the process of marriage restoration. I'm thinking about asking them to be a guest on my podcast one day, too. I think that would be awesome. And so they were telling me, like, no, (laughs) it is not easy. Actually, the work begins when they come home. Like some of us fantasize about 
while we're separated, whether we're in the home and separated or literally physically separated um, in under two different roofs that, you know, when we come back together, it's going to be like butterflies and roses and like the honeymoon phase again. And no, like from what I've heard, that has not been the case. Not saying that that cannot happen to you. God can do anything. God can do absolutely anything. But from the women that I've spoken to, that wasn't the case. And so um, I felt a little deflated when I found that out because I kept thinking I was doing something wrong because I was like, I don't understand why there's like a constant obstacle, like is what it felt like. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, like, you know, and it's like, I've always am tempted to just be like, you know, we should live separate until we both get it together when whole time guys like, no, I want you guys to be able to work through your issues kind of thing. So with all that being said, I was just talking to God about, you know, me not like particularly liking how certain things are going. And um, really my cry was like, God, I just kind of want you to do everything like you doing this step-by-step thing um I don't really like it I kind of just want you to do everything and really it's just me feeling like how a lot of us feel is I'm tired like I feel like I should not have to go through another day of this like I feel like you know I've been through so much we both me and my husband been through so much that you know you should just breathe on this and then fix it and we should just go on and then we we can fight giants together versus me feeling like we're, well, I'm fighting by myself. Like, that's kind of like how I feel. And so God told me so clearly, like, what if it's not the prodigal? What if it's the standard? And I was like, uh, that can't be God. Like, <laughs> I was like, that can't be God because that sounds like... God is saying it's me like and so let me let me go further before somebody like just stops the podcast like uh uh-uh Brie (laughs) you falling off girl what I mean is yes your prodigal can very well be doing things that are not in God's will right and for that we know it's like to straight up be sinning and to straight up be in rebellion and rebellion as in like Jonah like you're they're running from their calling. They're running from God, literally, right? Although that can be obvious, an obvious sin, and that's wrong, right? And I think all of us been there. Say you're not there anymore. What God is saying is like the work that he's doing in you in the meantime, because I promise you, it God comforts me um, a lot when I'm, when I'm frustrated with my spouse, But a lot of times, if not every time, God shows me what I could be doing better. It's very seldom when he speaks on my husband. Very, 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 very seldom. And I used to annoy me. I'm kind of used to it now. But with that, it's like you know that God is is pulling something out of you or he's sharpening you or something. Like he's not just allowing you to go through certain things, whether it be disrespect, whether it be you not being taken seriously, whether it be um, irresponsibility, like this person is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not, you know, sharing the responsibility with your children or with, um, bills and things like that I don't know like there's so many different things or you know it could be in-law issues like I don't know I don't I don't know like so it could be a whole bunch of things right 
And you're just like, God, no, like, when are you going to do something with them? God is still teaching you something in that. And so that's what he was saying. Like, what if it's not the prodigal, it's the standard? And he was saying that when I asked him like to go deeper, and this podcast is probably not going to be long because it's just straight to the point, And I don't even want to elaborate because I still need to swallow this myself, okay? So he was saying like, I don't know how long you've been standing. I've been standing not only fighting for my marriage, because in the meantime of me fighting for my marriage, quote unquote, God has literally been transforming me. Like he's literally been using the marriage to make me a woman of God. And he's been touching areas in my life or um, things in me that has absolutely nothing to do with my marriage. So I've come to understand that God is just using this. It's like my marriage is the vessel to change Brie kind of thing. And so he was saying like, you know, I... I think, well, how did he say it? Because I don't want to make words up. Jesus, what? Did, how did you say it? Thank you, Holy Spirit. He is saying like, my husband is not going to need as much time as I need to get right. And thing is, you could be completely different. Like you have changed. You, you're not struggling like you used to. Like Brie, I don't lust after other men anymore. No, I don't look at other marriages and wish I had that anymore. No, I don't sit here and struggle with porn and masturbation. No, I don't sit here and do this controlling thing where I try to control my husband. No, or plant seeds of like and try to manipulate him. No, what else don't I do? That was really hard for me. Uh, I used to say very hurtful things to him, like point out literally like weaknesses and things that I knew that he was struggling with. I would just throw it in his face as MO. No, now your girl still need to work on speaking the truth and speaking it in love. I don't do that yet. So I'm, that's what I do need help with. But anyway, we know that we've come like a long way, but God was saying like as much stuff as, as long as it's taking you and is taking you, your spouse is not going to need that much time. It was just kind of crazy to me. And the thing is this, I truly believe Okay, how do I say this? Holy Spirit. I think God is trying to say to me, like this is what I'm believing that he is saying, that when is their turn? Because uh, if you guys read in Hosea, Hosea is about a man who was supposed to marry a prostitute, right? Um, Maybe that's not your exact situation, but let's just say... um, we think of a prostitute as just someone who's unfaithful, someone who's always gone, um, someone who is not living the lifestyle of God, like not for real, like those types of things, like however it makes sense in, in your life. And so if we look at, um, Holy Spirit, where am I going with this? When we look at the story, um, something that really stood out to me was the wife, uh, Hosea's wife did not stop prostituting because she realized that she had a good husband. She didn't just change her mind because God, she didn't even change her mind because God touched her. What happened was God shut it down. What happened was the people that she was entertaining and sleeping around with no longer wanted her. 
that's what God did. He touched the people and just like, I won't say manipulate, but he, he, he controls everything. He controlled the situation where now the people that she used to sleep with, they didn't want her anymore. And so when she was rejected from every which away, then she decided to come back to her husband. It's crazy. I mean, that's a lot. And I'm going to tell you, like hearing it in that way, it, I, it did not sit well with me. But the whole point was that God is going to be the one to do this when he wants to. It has nothing to do with how much you show your spouse how much you love them or how much you do for them or how forgiving you or how willing you are to forgive them or how much love you have or, you know, it doesn't matter. None of that matters because it's between them and God. And so with that being said, you being where you are, your marriage being where it is, is literally because it's just not time yet. And I don't know if I said this already, but like I like God only deals with us like and it's just amazing because he's been helping me and showing me and with understanding a wife and her purpose like in this like weird thing that we're in like it's just really weird I don't know what to call it I just all I know is it's not the promise (laughs) we're not there yet you know we're making our way but we're not there yet so it's that thing but All I'm telling you is this, right? God is teaching you something in this. For me, I know it was um, unconditional love. Loving my husband. And God used my husband because he's the closest person to me. Like, And what he says matters to me. And so God's teaching me that even with somebody you love and someone who's like super close to you and they mean so much to you that... Their words shouldn't have so much value if it's not what God said to you anyway. So if they're not confirming what God has said to you or they're not speaking, you know, life and stuff like that, like it just shouldn't matter. (laughs) It just shouldn't matter. But God is teaching us to, well, me, I can't speak for y'all, to just have unconditional love. And he's teaching me how to guard my heart with certain things and just focusing like not to be distracted like just so many different things that he's showing me I don't I don't want to spill off and start rambling because I'm really really good for that but I just really want I believe the Lord really wants to pick your mind and kind of like it's all about perspective and it's not you beating yourself up like God like what else is listen your spouse is gonna have their turn Okay, we all get a turn when it's time to change our lives. We all get a turn. You think about when God popped up in your life. I don't know what your story was or what your story is. But for me, your girl was depressed. I was very depressed and I was looking to so many different things to make me happy. And everything fell short. Everything was not doing enough. It was just really temporary. And then I was back to where I was. And I per- I don't know how people are able to do this for a long time. I mean, I don't know. I probably was in this for years and just didn't know it. But I knew at the end of 2018, Jesus, it was just too much. And then when I fell into into a really sin, a sin that I, the unthinkable, doing the unthinkable, I carried that for a few months and then I just finally just said yes to God because I just hated the way I felt. So we all get a turn, 
So I'm not sitting here saying like your spouse is right. Absolutely not. If they're not right, then we all know, right? They're not right. God knows they're not right. But something I can't appreciate, and I'm glad God's not working on both of us at the same time because that probably would be too much. Me being in my feelings and me, like, that probably would be too much. Because y'all know this process that God has us go through, the crushing, the purging, the plucking. What is that? He literally, like, what is it called? Plucking? What is that word? I can't think of it. But when God, like, kind of snips off what is unfruitful, like, what is not will not bring him glory and not help you in your life he's gonna cut that off and it's painful when he does it it's not always easy and it doesn't always feel good okay so I just want you guys to consider this um God probably because I know me and my husband the fact that we were even attracted to each other meant that we were both broken we were both not at God's best right We were not. Our foundation, terrible. Really, I believe it was some type of trauma bond and we were like helping each other in ways that in in ways that were unmet from childhood. Like, I really believe that. And so there's definitely no judgment, but it's like, okay, why did God choose me first kind of thing? Because I mean, listen, I don't know what my husband like thinks or goes through. Like, I don't know how God speaks to him. So I can't even exactly say that because he probably could have, you know, gone through some of the things that I went through and he just had a higher tolerance. Like, I don't know. I, I literally can't speak on that, but I'm believing by faith one day he'll be on here and he can tell you himself. Like, I don't know. But for me on my end, I know that. I just got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. And so that is when I said yes. And God is going to choose the willing vessel. Like he's going to work on the person who says yes. And for those who think like your spouse will never say yes, that is a lie straight from the pit. Because if God said that that is your kingdom marriage, if God said that that was your kingdom spouse and that he was going to bring you guys back together and restore and everything, God has already gave you a preview of what he's going to do. How he's going to do it, we don't know. Because we're all different. Um, Certain things will make people turn. Some things won't. Like, it just depends. And sometimes I always believe this. And this is just me thinking. I have no idea. That the person who stands off the longest, the person who is, like, the most stubborn, right, is going to have, like, the hardest awakening. The rudest awakening. And I think... When it's like that, when it's really kind of like, whoa, you see the hand of God in a very unpleasant way, I think that will turn somebody to God faster. Because I know with me, God dealt with me very gently, like to begin with, versus what it could be for somebody else. So I don't know if that makes sense. That's just what I think. I have no idea. God could do whatever he wants. But I know that he said, you know... It's probably not the prodigal who needs all this time, but the standard. And I can tell you right now, I thought I was ready a year ago. Literally a year ago, I thought I was ready for God to heal. And in that year, it's, there's countless amount of lessons that I've learned. And so I'm thankful that 
I don't know that it hasn't. Like, I'm thankful that God didn't place us back together because we probably would have ripped each other's heads off again. Like, you know, like, because there were still some things in Brie, like things that are still in me that God is purging, you know? So that's all I got. I'm definitely not going to, like, drag this on because still, you guys, <laughs> this word is like, oh my gosh, it's literally not what I had in mind. But changing my perspective, it just helped me understand that there's reasons for everything. God's not just having you wait um, just to be waiting. You know, it's not, we just stand in line for nothing. Like, God is too good. Like he's too, what is, that's not the word I'm looking for. He's too intentional to just sit here and have us just wait. You know, like, no, God is not a guy who overbooks blessings and is like, oh, wait, it's somebody else's turn. You wait. Like he can do anything. He's just using all this time to get us ready pretty much. Right. It's always, it, it always comes back to us. So I know we don't like hearing that, but it's true. <laughs> Just know we all have our turns and it's, it's going to be amazing the way God wants it to be. Okay. So that's all I have for you guys. I love you guys so, so, so much. You guys continue to be blessed and keep me in your prayers and keep encouraging. Like if, if you are led, I truly appreciate the encouraging words. And yeah, I'm going to close this out now. So Father, we thank you so much for your word, God. I pray that you touch each and every one of our hearts who are receiving this word, God. And it's not exactly easy to swallow, nor is it something we want to swallow. But we are thankful that you are a gracious God. We are thankful that you are patient, you are loving. We thank you for the mercy, the new mercies that you give us daily, God. And we um, pray that you help us to have the same heart that you have for our spouses, especially in this time. God, I pray that you will replenish every single thing that we are in need of. I pray that you help us to have eyes, the same eyes that you have, God, for our spouses and even for ourselves. Help us, Father, to not be frustrated with ourselves or impatient with ourselves, God, but just taking this time to really um, mold into what you had in mind. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Um, As I was ta- uh, praying, uh, God also told me that, uh, the Holy Spirit also told me that you guys know like the things that are usually the best are the things that take time. Like the things that take time are usually the best. If we think of food, um, when you have meat, I love meat. I'm a meat girl. So, you know, for you vegans, my bad. But, you know, I was raised like that. And when meat is marinated, oh, it's so good like when you take your time versus buying frozen food and and heating it up like you know or we think of someone building a house or something when when they take their time and they focus on the details like it's appreciated like much more um 
what else? I'm thinking of hair, ladies. Like, we don't ever want to rush. Okay, we think, look, weaves, okay? Quick weaves don't last as long as a sewn-in weave. You know, and quick weave, just like his name, like, it's quick, it's fast, but it's not as durable. So what God is doing in you is going to be, like, everlasting, you know, the character uh, that he's putting in you or teaching you what to have as a kingdom spouse. Because I promise you, a lot of us think we know what a wife is supposed to be or we know what a husband's supposed to be. But it's not until we go through these unpleasant times and God teaches us, no, this is who I am. And that's our job is to reflect Christ. In every single way, because he's our father. He's our role model, right? So it's breaking um, old habits. It's breaking old ways of thinking, old ways of moving. And that's not easy. It's just not. So listen, it is what it is. You guys be easy on yourself. Like time is nothing to God. So I just want you to take your mind off of how long this thing is taking. I've been saying this in my um, group meetings on Zoom. I've been telling the wives, like, we don't look at the calendar the same anymore. We take each day for what it is. We focus on each day for like each day at a time. God's recently had me, I'm just going on and on, huh? Uh, God has recently had me start planning the night before, like planning my day the night before where I used to plan my entire week out um, for where God has me. I don't know this transition he's doing. It's not working out anymore. Like he wants me to focus on one day at a time, mastering that day, taking that day, like literally seizing that day, like this day's mine. And I'm not going to let anything distract me or anything like that. Because you think about it, if you look back on yesterday's, all the days that passed you by, whether it be hurt, whether it be you feel like God should have came through that day past, all those things are distractions, right? And then if you focus too far in the future, you miss where you are today. And that's still a distraction because you're not doing all that you could be doing in that very day it was a huge eye-opener like I think it's the scripture where God tells us not to worry about tomorrow like oh like really focus on today right what could you been be doing and listen us being adults one day is literally not even that long <laughs> and when you focus on one day at a time before you know it look at look at us we're in December Focusing on one day at a time and just mastering it. And so what I do is actually have a calendar where I can cross each day out. And it's something about feeling accomplished um, when I cross things off my agenda, but then also crossing the complete day off. Like we'll never have a December 7th, 2021 again. Like we will never have this actual day again because last year it was a completely different year. And because it was a completely different year, it felt on a completely different day. Instead of it being Tuesday, depending on if it's leap year or not, it was a Monday or a Sunday. So it's so important that we not look over this blessing of it being the day that we're in. You know what I mean? 
So I don't know. That's all I got for you guys. For real, for real. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. So to, to keep it black and white, you know, instead of looking at your prodigal, like understand that this could be us and God is a lot like letting it be the length that it is to perfect us. And so it's, it could go by faster if we just kind of focus inward and focus on us and what we can be doing. And I ain't going to lie to you. I will never lie to you because you've received this word. More than likely, the enemy is going to try to do something that's going to involve your spouse to get you to kind of throw this word away. So let this word, like take it back to God first. And if he says, yeah, yay, and he checks it off, like you're going to have to like, like sow this word in your heart so that the enemy can't, excuse me, so the enemy can't steal it. That's something I've learned about the enemy a long time ago. Even when I pray against counterattacks, I can pray that all day long. But if God says, yay, then understand it's going down. <laughs> it's going down. And why God will allow that is, is not because he wants to hurt you, but he's going to strengthen you. And he's going to strengthen that faith muscle. Okay? So that's all I got. <laughs> I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye.